Good afternoon, Allendale Market Talk podcast. Here we go. Mike, the U.S. and China have signed phase one of the deal. What do you think? Well, I can tell you what the market thinks. Uh, Markets uh, risk off mentality at this point because we basically have the same thing we have before. Still uncertain. What are these purchases going to be? Which market? How much? When? We still have no idea about any of this. And then you have things in there like the uh, clause to withdraw from the agreement, which is just, I'm going to write you a letter saying I'm out. Well, it's not quite that simple, but it's it, at the end of the day, it, it, it really is. The, you, they have to come together. They have to, to kind of talk it out, uh, the U.S. Trade Representative, Vice uh, Chairman, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, yeah, if the complaining party uh, – is uh, has acted too swiftly in increasing tariffs or in in fighting back against the complaining or the complainted party, however that goes. Yeah, lawyer talk. Yeah, China can just say, can write a strongly worded letter of of disagreement and back out. Mm-hmm. So and I mean, there is some negotiation or there is some mediation that goes along with it. But at the end of the day, yes, they can just say. No, you guys acted too swiftly. You were too harsh with your uh, rebuttal, and we're out. Yep. So everyone's on – well, everyone on the ag sector is on edge because of it. You had the – equities were still higher, still on the optimism that we have something going forward. But from the ag side of things, it just – it doesn't look – too amazing at this point, right? And and the the comment that was made by the uh, uh, by the vice uh, uh, premier or vice chairman or whatever he is that said, um, you know, China is going to buy when it's economically feasible. They're going to buy from who they want to, as long as it <clears throat> fits their need and is economically justified. So they're going to buy from Brazil here in the next five or six months because they hold a discount to the U.S. Mm-hmm. for beans or whatever it is. Doesn't mean that we won't see any type of purchasing by China. There is going to be times where we're uh, we're in that zone or we just, you know, maybe we get some token business. But this is exactly what we said the other day is that there's – you're probably right in the wheelhouse of – getting this for for our new crop. Mm-hmm. And it's just an unfortunate time for them to be signing this right before South America is ready to harvest. Yeah. You know, timing-wise, like I think we said this on uh, the other day, was if they had signed this last April or May when they really thought they had it tied down, this would have been a perfect deal for us. Mm-hmm. It, and, and the markets would have responded. <coughs> Excuse me. Would have responded in kind. It would have been perfect. But now, because we have to wait, we don't get that immediate gratification. We're gonna back off. Yeah. But here's my here's my question for you, Mike. Why is it the corn got beat up so badly after this signing? When you know, I think today the 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 beans uh, uh, were only down four or five. They lost thirteen yesterday, or thirteen and a half yesterday. But corn got beat up worse than anybody today. Why is that? Well, Greg, here's my answer. You already had fun short going into this corn, and it's not like they were piling out of their shorts uh, beforehand. They weren't really in the risk-off mentality going into it. 
So what we have for corn is our exports are still pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Today we had a great export report, but that's one report. We're going to need to see those continue. And the fact of the matter is, yeah, we're right around the corner from South America's crop. We're still well behind. We needed this business now for this crop year. Otherwise, we're still looking at a lot of crop this upcoming year from what the rumors are going on right now. You got the next big thing going to be the planting perspectives report March 31st, and there's not a lot of people saying that that's going to be a bullish report this time. So our demand outlook right now goes back to pre-tariff days. Your outlook for the winter, for the U.S. winter, is that you're not going to get you're not going to get as much business. Mm-hmm. The demand shifts to South America, so then we wait until this late spring, early summer, early fall to get our our demand. So do we just go back and and check contract lows on corn? Do we go back and check maybe nine dollars or below? on beans as we kind of drift along. I mean, demand for beans has been decent. Mm-hmm. So we're, and we're ahead for the, for the year. Um, overall, I think uh, shipments are ahead for, for the year as well. Same thing with wheat. So is it, is it just that we're going to go check support or are we going to go try and check contract lows? How bad does this get? That's going to be the real question. Where do we go from here? I'm looking at that 920 threshold for beans. That's going to be a big hold. Whether or not that that does hold the support is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. If not, I don't think nine dollars is out of the picture. Corn, the way it looked today, you saw volume back this large move lower. Mm-hmm. That's not a good sign for any kind of bullish tilt going forward. That I I wouldn't be too surprised if we made new lows on this March contract. It just doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. You just breezed through support levels here today. Yeah, we went through the the uh, the low from the report day mm-hmm. immediately. Like it took us it took nothing. Yeah, and you did not see 380 once that first half hour of trade passed by either. So it's it doesn't look good. It it sliding through. It reminds me a lot actually last year, where we I think it was going into the late March, early April. We just kept breezing through support levels, and it just seemed like we were never coming back. And knowing the funds are short and knowing they probably got shorter today, which we're not going to see until next week's Commitment Traders report, I just wouldn't be surprised to see lower prices from here. You're going to need to see, like I said, exports pick up. You're still sitting just below 1.9 carry off for corn. Economically speaking, should we hire? Yeah, Rich told us that 385 for this standpoint is about where we should be economically. But trade's not always the most logical. We like to get very emotional, and right now you're getting a fear, you're getting denial, you're getting that puke out, which you very clearly saw here today. So all those are going to play into effect coming up here. You have wheat that's been just on an absolute tear to the top side here recently, and today it did take a setback, but it's, it wasn't a terrible to setback compared to the move we've had higher. If that continues, well, then that's going to also weigh on corn as well. Uh, beans, you have the you had $0.80 cents put on this market since we initially announced that we're going to have a Phase 1 done. So... We were down there at 886 before, uh, ran it up to 961, and now we're halfway through. We hit 50% retracement here today. 
could we take the China premium out, especially if we don't see these ADM sales pick up here in the very short term? Uh, maybe. So I'm going to ask you for a couple of scenarios here. So first scenario is um, you still have uh, still have corn, still have beans in the bin, unpriced. Made sales on the on the board, so you're hedged. Do you just pull the trigger on it, or do you just stay with the hedges and stick with it, or do you just say, okay, well we know we know what we know. I'm going to move the cash. I'm going to get out of the hedges. What's your thought there? Does it matter? I think we should see higher prices later on in the year. I think you could hold on to your hedges. Something you might want to look at doing is maybe looking at an out-of-the-money put to profit against. But I, at this point, I just don't see any reason why you should be thinking that the market is going to be screaming higher back to a good level to be selling cash well, in the per- short term. Yeah, it's a perfect scenario, the fact that you actually did have it hedged. So you're you're fine either way that you want to go on that one. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say that you didn't make any sales against it. So you still have cash in the bin, but you don't have anything done on the board. Do you enter new hedges right now? I think you can look at something just for your mental stability going forward because I know how, how hard for it was last mind. year. Insurance. Right. For, yeah, all that. Just so you d- you're not flushing out your position if it does keep running lower from here, and mm. you don't just go sell your cash at the bottom and thinking that it's never come back because we saw that last year, mm. and it's a very hard thing to pull yourself out of once you do get into that emotional state. So uh, find something cheap. Don't break the bank trying to find some kind of protection down here, but do something just for your mental stability. Okay. Even if you, maybe you do sell cash with the basis where it's at and you look for a longer term re-ownership position. Well, that was going to lead me to my next question is you did sell some before this happened, before this thing backed off. You know, let's say the other day when we were sitting, well, it was yesterday, we were sitting at 390 uh, for for the board. Mm-hmm. And you made some sales, and your your basis had you at four hundred five or four dollars or three ninety five, something like that. You made sales. Now, do you take this opportunity that we've seen this thing back off fifteen to twenty cents, or as we go towards those contract lows, do you take that opportunity to reown out to say the May contract or the or the July contract? I think you can. Uh, I think you can. I'd probably be looking more so at a, a partial amount of it. I wouldn't say go yeah, full blown at this yeah, point because I do, like, like I said earlier, I do think that we are still going to start to move lower from mm-hmm. here. Um, but I think if you start off here, I don't think you're, you're in a bad spot because you already moved 15 cents, so you're mm-hmm. already better re-owned than you would have been. If you did it right away. Right. So patience is a virtue on this one. If you if you sold some cash, it might be worth it to do the re-ownership. Um, but uh, kind of wade into it. You know, to dip your toe in with, you know, maybe 25 to 50% of what you sold and then and then uh, do a little more as if it does continue to back off. Okay? Yeah, but keep it a little – keep that time frame a little further out. So yeah, give yourself some time right. to see it to come back around. Because if, if this is anything like last year, um, we don't have a lot of good news coming for us as we go into the spring. Mm-hmm. You know, unless – Somehow, for some reason, we signing this USMCA deal all of a sudden turns into Mexico going gangbusters on corn. But I don't see that happening just yet. 
So, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's there's definitely a lot of concern out there um, as to, you know, a lot of questions as to why we're backing off. And it, you couldn't have telegraphed it any better. Yeah, and you know exactly what's going to help us out with answering some of those questions coming up? What is Our that? conference. Oh, it's going to give bring that up. so much information. You got Rich that's putting together a bunch of macro and micro economic standpoint for everything, outlooks, price projections for both grains and livestock coming up here. And that is coming up in a <laughs> week and a half. Again, we have a deal going on for our podcast listeners. If you mention Allendale Market Talk podcast, you give Zach a call, he'll take 100 bucks off for you. For $149. Yeah. That's a good deal. That's a hell of a deal. So you're getting all this great information with, I, I, I can't imagine a more perfect scenario to have help. Yeah. With everything that's going on right now. The, all the question marks in the in the world out there, and we're going to give you a strategy for your specific market, whether it's corn, beans, wheat, cattle, hogs. And we're gonna we're gonna hopefully help you understand what your your weather outlook's gonna look like as you get ready to plant this stuff. Oh yeah, you know Drew Learn's gonna do a great job yeah. there as well. So if you guys have a minute and Want to help? Want us to help you get signed up? Give us a call 800-262-7538. So today for Allendale, Mike Lung and Greg McBride signing off. You guys have a great one. <laughs>